Hello, Word Nerds. I was recently editing a whole bunch of these episodes because I was actually pretty behind. Uh, and I realized that for a number of episodes, I, I sang a little song at the beginning. You know, it's like like each episode has their individual theme music. So I could say something like, It's the dictionary. Come join us. Have some fun listening to this podcast. Do-do-do-do-do. So the first word for this episode is cavalier, C-A-V-A-L-I-E-R. First form, noun, from 1589. One, a gentleman trained in arms and horsemanship. Two, a mounted soldier. Synonym is knight, spelled with a K. Three is capitalized, an adherent of Charles I of England. Number four, synonym is gallant or gallant, however you want to say that. Both are probably fine. This is from Old Italian, cavaliere. From Old Occitan, cavalier. From the Latin, cabalarius, which means horseman. From the Latin, cabalis. Next is the second form of cavalier, adjective from circa 1641. Number one, the synonym is debonair. Two, marked by or given to offhand and often disdainful dismissal of important matters. So cavalier, as in a cavalier attitude toward money. 3A is capitalized of or relating to the party of Charles I of England in his struggles with the Puritans and Parliament. Is that related to that Monty Python song, uh... Da, 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 da. I can't think of the words off the top of my head. Um, it's a very interesting song. Anyway, uh, yes, I think it is probably. 3B, synonym, synonym is aristocratic. 3C is capitalized of or relating to the English cavalier poets of the mid-17th century. Cavalierism is a noun and cavalierly is an adverb. Next we have... So this is related to that whole Charles the first thing. It is Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Four words and Cavalier King Charles all have capitalized first letters. Noun from 1969. Any of a breed of toy spaniels developed in Great Britain from English toy spaniels and having a tapered muzzle and a long silky coat. I think we should probably post a picture of this dog. I think I know somebody who had one of these. This is from the first form of Cavalier plus King Charles Spaniel. I mean, yeah, that's, those are the words. Uh, which is a breed of toy Spaniel from Charles II of England. Ah, it's not Charles I. It's Charles II. Uh, next we have Cavalla. C-A-V-A-L-L-A. Noun from 1624. Number one is any of various... Karangid fishes, Karangid, uh, and I guess that one could also be Cavalier with an uh, Y at the end instead of an A. And then number two, the synonym is King Mackerel. This is from Spanish, Caballa, which is a fish. Yep. Next is Cavaletti, uh, C-A-V-A-L-L-E-T-T-I, or just one L, noun from 1950. A series of timber jumps that are adjustable in height for schooling horses. There's there's some interesting words going on here. Uh, so are these just the things that you have to jump over in gym class in school? 
and uh, you adjust the height, maybe, I'm not sure. This is Italian, uh, the plural of cavalletto, which means trestle, which the diminutive of cavallo, which is a horse. I'm assuming that timber jumps that are adjustable in height for schooling horses. No, it's probably actual horses. That's what it is. It's schooling. I probably means teaching horses. So when they're teaching them how to jump over those things, uh, that's what that is. They got to jump over. It's got, got the two vertical pieces and then the horizontal piece. You can limbo under it, but you don't limbo. Horses don't limbo. The horses jump over it. I think that's what the cavaletti is. Next is cavalry. Now, some people say Calvary, which is okay here, Calvary, but it is spelled Cavalry. Um, So why do people switch the L and the V? How is that appropriate? I mean, I say it, but why is that appropriate? It is a noun from 1546. 1A, an army component, an army component mounted on horseback. 1B, an army component moving in motor vehicles or helicopters and assigned to combat missions that require great mobility. Two, synonym is horsemen, as in a thousand cavalry in, fi- in flight. In flight with an L. They're, they're not flying, but they could be flying, but they're just going. This is Italian, cavalleria, which means cavalry or chivalry from cavaliere. Next is cavalryman, but it is all one word. Noun from 1860, the definition just says a cavalry soldier. Could be a cavalry woman, but it's usually a man for some reason. Next is cavalry twill. This word is so hard to say. This is two words. Twill is the second word. Noun from 1939, and the synonym is trichotine or trichotine. C, no, T-R-I-C-O-T-I-N-E, trachotine, trachotine. I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming it's some sort of uh, fabric worn by the cavalry people, but maybe it's not. Next is cavatina, noun from 1813. One, an operatic solo, simpler and briefer than an aria. That is usually a very big, long operatic solo, and a cavatina is something shorter and simpler. Number two, a song-like instrumental piece or movement. This is from uh, Italian, from cavata, which is production of sound from an instrument or extraction. From cavare, which means to dig out. How I don't know where that came. You're digging out the sound from the instrument, maybe? Uh, from the Latin... Uh, which means to make hollow, from the word cavus, which is probably going to be related to our next word, which is cave. First form, noun from the 13th century. One, a natural chamber of series of chambers. Oh, sorry, it says uh, or. A natural chamber or series of chambers in the earth or in the side of a hill or cliff. Two, a usually underground chamber for storage, as in a wine cave. A wine cave. That's we actually went to a wine cave. We were at some winery and uh, they had a cave in the wall, the wall in the hill, and they uh, they had they stored all their wine there because it was uh, always the same temperature, I think. Um, and then it says also the articles stored there. So maybe that would be wine. Uh, this is from the Latin cavus, which means hollow, 
akin to the Greek koilos, which means hollow, and probably to the Greek kain, which means to be pregnant. Uh, that word is K-Y-E-I-N, to be pregnant. Okay, man, every time I see that word, I cannot not think of that that video. Pregnante? Uh, and then there's more at the word uh, kime or sime, C-Y-M-E. Not sure what that is. Moving on to the second form of cave. It is a verb from the 15th century. First is transitive, to form a cave in or under. I, I don't I never really got to do this much but I have this vision of when you were kids just trying to make a cave or make tunnels in the snow or something like that but it, you know it never really worked out that well uh, and then the intransitive says to explore caves especially as a sport or hobby caver is a noun I think my aunt did some caving she went with some people and we saw some photos and oh that that just gives me the heebie-jeebies being all stuck in a little place like that I do not like the idea I like going into caves those are very cool but when you're going into the tiny tiny little spots I say no way Jose please take me away from that third form of cave is a verb from 1513 first is intransitive one to fall in or down especially from being undermined and that is usually used with the word in cave in that's bad. Uh, two, both physically and mentally. Two, to cease, to cease or resist. Synonym is submit, and that is also usually used with the word in. Now we have transitive, to cause, to fall, or collapse. Again, usually used with the word in. Uh, this is probably an alternative of the word calve, C-A-L-V-E, uh, or just calve, you could say. Uh, but that is, I believe, when the uh, when the glaciers are breaking off into the water. It's calving. Uh, next, we have caveat. You could pronounce this a few words, a few ways. Caveat, caveat, ca, ca, cave, caveat. You could say that if you wanted to, but it's caveat to, to me. Noun from the fifteenth, the fifteen thirty-three. That one. One a a warning. A warning enjoining one from certain acts or practices. Enjoining is with an E-N at the beginning. I don't think I've seen that. A warning enjoining one from certain acts or practices. Okay. B, an explanation to prevent misinterpretation. That's that. C, a modifying or cautionary detail to be considered when evaluating, interpreting, or doing something. Two, a legal warning to a judicial officer to suspend a proceeding until the opposition has a hearing. This is Latin, and it means let him beware. Let him beware. From the verb cavere, and there's more at the word here. Uh, but relatedly, next we have caveat emptor. So it's caveat, second word, E-M-P-T-O-R. Noun from 18, nope. Man, I think I need to slow down. 1523. A principal in commerce, without a warranty, the buyer takes the risk. And this is a new Latin. It says, it means let the buyer beware. So the first part is basically let, let him beware. But then the second part means buyer. Emptor must mean buyer. I do remember this. I remember learning this in my Latin class. 
Uh, it's yeah, caveat emptor means the buyer beware. Beware, you might buy something that's not good, but you're buying it, so, you know, that's up to you. And then our last word is cave bear, two words. It's like a rah-rah bear. Noun from 1865, a very large extinct bear known especially from Pleistocene deposits in European caves. And the scientific name is Ursus spelacius. Is that a C or an E? That's an E. Speleus. Uh, yeah, so that was probably a really, really big bear that lived in caves, and I think of the far side when I think of that. There's lots of bears with bones in caves comics. So we had Cavalier, Cavalier, King Charles Spaniel, Cavalla, Cavaletti, Cavalry, Cavalry Man, Cavalry Twill, Cavatina, Cave, Caveat, Caveat Emptor, and Cave Bear. Oh, boy, what are we going to pick? Um, hmm. I guess maybe I shall pick Cavalier because I feel so Cavalier. And uh, where was that word? Uh, oh, it's in the second one. Um, where is the word that I'm looking for? Debonair? No, not debonair. Uh, dismissal of important matters. It's just, an, a, it's just Cavalier about everything. It means nothing. Um... Oh, song time. Cavalier, cavalier, it also means debonair. So we have today in the U.S. and other places, actually, this really should be all over the world. I think it is. Um, it is Earth Hour Day. So I think for one hour at night in your local time, I believe it is 8.30 to 9.30, uh, check your local times, you're supposed to turn off everything. Turn off all your, your electricity, whatever you can. Obviously, don't turn off your fridge uh, and other things, but um, turn off as much as you can for an hour. And, uh, you know, I think that's a good thing to do. It is also National Joe Day. That is not Joe the Coffee. That is people named Joe or nicknamed Joe. It is World Theater Day in at least a few countries, hopefully all over the world, since it's called World Theater Day, so that's a good thing to celebrate. It is the 39th day of Lent. It is in Russia, inter Internal Troops and National Guard Servicemen's Day. That's kind of a mouthful. In where else? Myanmar, it is Armed Forces Day. It is International Whiskey Day, so have some whiskey too. And what is our fun holiday today is, what is it, March 27th? It is Spanish Paella Day. So go eat some or make some Spanish Paella today. I think that's everything I have to for you today. We are going to stop singing and talking today. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.